Hi gang, thanks for downloading this classic episode of News Fighters. Just a reminder, if you're looking for new original episodes of News Fighters, they're now over on the Irrational Fear podcast feed. So search for Irrational Fear on your podcasting app or go to irrationalfear.com for all new episodes of News Fighters. In the meantime, enjoy this classic News Fighters episode. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's dumbest podcast network. This is News Fighters. The news, so you don't have to. With Dylan Behan. Yes, hello there, fighters. Welcome to News Fighters podcast for today, July the second, twenty twenty one. News Fighters is a podcast where I recap all the week's news by playing wacky clips of politicians being complete idiots, and I shout sarcastic remarks at these clips. News Fighters is hosted by me, TV comedy editor Dylan Bain, who keeps turning down a high-paying TV editing work because I love these wacky clips. Anyway, stick around to lighten the mood later on. Uh, My old friend Stefan Pazura is stopping by with some upbeat, happy, good news stories to cheer us all up. Well, it it brings a new meaning to the term BYO snack. Mm. And why do we need cheering up? Well, for those of you living overseas or haven't been paying attention to the Australian news, here's what's happened since last week's episode. Tonight, lockdown in effect for millions of New South Wales residents as restrictions expand to all of Greater Sydney and beyond. Greater Darwin sent into a snap lockdown after an outbreak at a gold mine. This morning, Sydney, Darwin and now Perth in COVID lockdown. A three-day lockdown for large parts of Queensland. The Premier warns it's time to go hard and go fast. Scenes of panic buying as Alice Springs goes into lockdown. All states and territories are scrambling to contain the latest COVID outbreak, with close to 12 million Australians now under stay-at-home orders. Hey, not all states and territories. Currently, the people of Tasmania are free to do whatever they want. They can even travel to New Zealand. Wow, that'd, that'd be a real change of scenery for them. And then in Canberra, you can also go out. But, you know, it's, it's Canberra, so you probably won't. Yeah, so to recap, a limo driver in Sydney spreading the Delta variant and a hotel quarantine leak involving a fly-in, fly-out mine worker in Queensland has sent most of Australia back into lockdown for the first time since March 2020. Geez, uh, coronavirus really thrives in the winter. Who, who could see that coming? Not the Australian federal and state governments, that's for sure. Yes, while every other state in Australia seems to announce a hard and fast snap lockdown, Whenever there's even a single case of COVID in the community, well, here in New South Wales, our Premier Gladys Berejiklian tried a different tactic, announcing a long, soft and floppy lockdown when cases ticked up to almost 30 on Saturday. From 6pm today, all of Greater Sydney, the Blue Mountains, the Central Coast and Wollongong will go into a lockdown with stay-at-home orders in place until midnight Friday the 9th of July. But you know one person who would 
absolutely hate Gladys Berejiklian for announcing a lockdown like this. Well, <laughs> you can probably guess that it's past Gladys Berejiklian. I don't want to ever be in a situation where we need to lock down New South Wales again. We've done that. We never, ever want to be in a situation where we go into lockdown. We can't shut down every time we have a cluster of cases. We can't keep shutting down and reopening, shutting down and reopening. Look, living in Sydney myself, me and a lot of people I know were actually quite relieved when Gladys decided to pull the pin and put us into a lockdown as uh, I don't know about you I was getting very tired of stressfully checking the list of literally hundreds of exposure sites every day on my way to work damn it which day did I go to Ashfield Bunnings again oh Tropicana Cafe <laughs> sucked in uh, but also being a pro-business conservative state liberal government has meant that Sydney's lockdown really isn't a very strict one. Other stores which might not be recognised as providing essential services or goods have not been ordered to close, leaving it up to customers to decide if they really need to go there. And just like last year's lockdown here, the definition of essential is whatever you want it to be. Yeah, honey, I'm just going to pop out for an essential Frasier Season 2 DVD from JB Hi-Fi. Then I might just swing by Athlete's Foot, you know, try on some essential shoes. Then, then I'm going to go to Kmart after that, get an essential uh, $12 Rage Against the Machine t-shirt. Oh, oh, Dal, if you're going to Kmart, don't forget to get the essential Lego Star Wars Baby Yoda and uh, the essential LOL Surprise OMG Dance 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 doll. Oh, well, I wouldn't forget that, honey. That's essential. But don't worry, there is some strictness. The police are out in force, cracking down on our lower-income multicultural suburbs. We'll double down our efforts in terms of visibility and compliance uh, in southwestern Sydney, in particular around that Auburn, uh, Bankstown area, in those shopping areas. And if you're wondering if during this lockdown there was any uh, increased oversight or accountability for the police to make sure they weren't overly harsh or targeting the more vulnerable or needy members of our community, then of course there wasn't. All they told us about was this stupid bloody deer story. Unbelievably, we saw two men sunbaking naked on a beach on the south coast. They were startled by a deer, ran into the National Forest, National Park and got lost. Not only did they require assistance from SES and police to rescue them, they also both received a ticket for $1,000. Yeah, so the morning this came out, which was Monday, I was on my way to work and I, of course, saw the New South Wales police uh, threatening to fine a homeless man for not being home during lockdown. Good job, geniuses. And, of course, the media ate up the deer story like they were deer at a deer park being hand-fed some deer food. The greatest story of the year. Two men have been fined $1,000 each for breaching Sydney's COVID lockdown under very unusual circumstances. The pair were apparently found naked. Two men sunbaking nude on a beach on the south coast, apparently caught after they were startled by a deer. Startled by a deer. They'd been startled by a deer. Startled by a feral deer. That old <laughs> one. They were caught buck naked. Buck naked. The men were chased into the Royal National Park and got Lost. Each find a cheeky thousand dollars. <laughs> Certainly a story that raises more questions than answers. I don't know, I don't understand this. How deers are running wild over there and with naked blocks. Anyway. No idea. <laughs> <laughs> I hope the deer's okay. 
Oh, and hey, speaking of erratic, red-nosed, fornicating mammals, on last week's show, I covered Barnaby Joyce regaining leadership of the Nationals and the Deputy Prime Ministership of Australia. So now, let's check in and see how that's going. I bet he's trying to set a a good example uh, during his first week back. Deputy Prime Minister Barnaby Joyce has been fined $200 after not wearing a mask while paying for petrol in Armidale yesterday. Someone twigged and dobbed him in to Crime Stoppers. Filled the car up with fuel, went in 30 seconds later, 200 bucks. It cost me because I didn't wear one of these. But that's life. <laughs> Geez, not like Barnaby Joyce to forget to use protection. Look, to be fair, I too have forgotten to put on a mask when I've popped into a petrol station to pay for fuel because it's a simple, honest mistake. Anyone can make it. But at the same time, it's Barnaby Joyce, so please, everyone just dob him in mercilessly. Thank you. Now, if only you could call Crime Stoppers on a botched vaccine rollout because <laughs> ours somehow got rebotched again this week. Vaccine rollout rethink. AstraZeneca available to all Australians who want it, even those under 60. Questions and concerns as the government changes its vaccine advice again. AstraZeneca, last month limited to over 60s, last night opened to every adult. Yes, because the federal government will now be covering the vaccine indemnity for doctors and the fact we made too much of it and the government keeps changing the age recommendations on who can get it confusing everyone and causing widespread vaccine hesitancy. Now AstraZeneca will be available to any adult who wants it. I feel like maybe the government's long-term aim here was trying to trick young people into actually wanting AstraZeneca the same way a a parent would try and trick their toddler into wanting vegetables. Are these? Trust me, you don't want these Brussels sprouts. They're only for grown-ups. They're only recommended for like over 50s. No, wait, over 60s. No, wait, I changed my mind. Now, anyone who wants Brussels sprouts can have Brussels sprouts. Do you want some Brussels sprouts? Eat your damn Brussels sprouts. I cooked way too many Brussels sprouts. Now all we have is Brussels sprouts for the next nine months. Eat your Brussels sprouts. Anyways, I saw a couple of problems with this plan, though. If you wish to get the AstraZeneca vaccine, then we would encourage you to, A, go and have that discussion uh, with your GP. People of all ages, after consulting their GP, will have access to the AstraZeneca. If you are under 40 and you're after that AstraZeneca vaccine, you need to talk to your GP. Yes, our vaccine rollout is starting to resemble an American prescription drug commercial. Talk to your doctor to find out if prescription the AstraZeneca vaccine is right for you. And I mean, who the hell under 40 has a regular GP? Does nobody in the government realise most adults under 40 just stop into a random clinic near one of their many jobs when they're violently ill and request to see the first available doctor to renew their prescription for anus antibiotics or whatever it is they need? It's a bit like asking someone under 40 to talk to their bank manager or their bus driver. Which one? It's different every time. And then this confusion isn't helping either. Scott Morrison is being accused of opening up eligibility for AstraZeneca jabs without the backing of health experts or state leaders. Experts insist that Pfizer remains the preferred vaccine for younger Australians, but says it's up to the individual to take the risk. The decision to expand access to AstraZeneca was made by Scott Morrison, not the nation's expert advisory group. For a Prime Minister who's made a virtue of always following the medical advice, he's now telling Australians they can choose to go against it. Now encouraging people under 40 to consider ignoring that medical advice. Yeah, Scott Morrison is basically saying, hey, hey, all you uh, all you risk-loving millennials, just ignore the medical advice. Just ignore, ignore the medical advice on this one. Mean, meanwhile, all the millennials are like, hey, while we're at it, can we also uh, ignore the medical advice surrounding taking ketamine and operating heavy machinery? Is that okay? Look, I'm joking, but it is a complex issue. Clearly, the government wants to lift 
vaccination rates. Health advice be damned because winter is well and truly here. COVID is out in the community. Lockdowns are back and our vaccination rates are among the lowest in the entire world. Only 7% of Australians are fully vaccinated. We're ranked last amongst all OECD countries. That's embarrassing. Uh, well, the, we've also, uh, we're doing better than just about every other country in the way that we've managed community transmission. And it's because of that success up to now that we've had these mixed messaging and constant changes. If we had people dying in their hundreds every day, like in other countries, I think we'd all be saying AstraZeneca would do very nicely right now. Thank you very much. The argument for limiting the vaccine was made by measuring the one in 100,000 chance of developing rare blood clots against the zero chance of dying from COVID-19 in a nation that had all but eliminated it. Yeah, so COVID is now back and it's vaccine time, baby. No, not so fast, says Queensland. Queensland today launching a stunning attack on AstraZeneca. Queensland's chief health officer didn't mince her words today. No, I do not want under 40s to get AstraZeneca. I don't want an 18-year-old in Queensland dying from a clotting um, illness who, if they got COVID, probably wouldn't die. Yes, Queensland Chief Health Officer Jeanette Young there, clearly scared of young people dying from blood clots from the AstraZeneca vaccine, forgetting that long COVID is also a thing and lockdowns will keep happening again and again until we get more people vaccinated. And yes, I'm sorry, what are the chances of those blood clots again? The chance of someone under 50 developing a blood clot from AstraZeneca is 3 in 100,000, with a 1 in 1 million chance of dying. By comparison, taking aspirin every day for heart conditions leads to one death in every 10,000. Critics say you're more likely to die scuba dying under an anaesthetic, riding a motorbike, swimming in a pool, even giving birth. If you know what to look for and you get to the hospital, the risk of death is so much lower, infinitesimally lower than hopping in a car. But of course, the Queensland government will never ban aspirin, scuba diving or motor cars because guess what? The benefits outweigh the risk. And also... There's no public transport in Queensland. All right, look, feel free to disagree with me, but uh, I get the feeling that if the Pfizer and Moderna mRNA vaccines had never been invented, then the, the AstraZeneca would be applauded as a miracle drug. And in the UK this week, it literally was. Professor Sarah Gilbert, who led the team that developed the AstraZeneca vaccine, is hailed by the large crowd at a largely mask-free Wimbledon. One of the biggest cheers you'll ever hear in the sporting stadium. Mind you, the Wimbledon crowd also this week gave Nick Kyrgios a standing ovation, so huh, I'm not sure if they have any standards. All right, look, we're in lockdown in Australia right now because of the federal government. They didn't build us medically sound quarantine facilities, they didn't order enough Pfizer for us early on, and the changing messaging around the AstraZeneca vaccine has sowed enough fear in the community to basically become a renewable energy source for anti-vaxxers Facebook posts well into next century. So thankfully, this week, Prime Minister Scott Morrison saw his government's litany of failures and took full responsibility. And no, just kidding. He said, don't blame us. It's all the virus's fault. But the de- I-, I can't stress enough that the major frustration here is the virus. That is the major thing working against Australia. The reason we've got a lockdown is because of a pandemic and a virus. Yeah, thanks, ScoMo. Next time the virus escapes from a 60-year-old holiday inn or gets spread by a frontline worker who hasn't had access to a vaccine yet, I'll say, damn you, virus, this is all your fault. Meanwhile, Western Australian Premier Mark McGowan has another idea about how we should deal with COVID. We need to just open the floodgates. Hey, what? Are you crazy? Let COVID run rep. 
Oh, no, wait, there was more. We need to just open the floodgates to more vaccination across Australia. Phew. Yes, and uh, I'm with Mark McGowan. I think we should all go get vaccinated as soon as we can with whatever we can so we can stop lockdowns, start travelling overseas, and most importantly, hopefully not die of coronavirus. So, as an American TV ad would say... Talk to your doctor to find out if prescription... The AstraZeneca vaccine... ...is right for you. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Okay, and now on News Fighters, uh, you know, there's, been, there's a lot of unhappy, sad, distressing news stories out there at the moment. So... On News Fighters, every now and then we like to lighten the mood with some upbeat, happy news stories from our friend, Stefan Pazur. Stefan, how are you going today? I'm good. Yourself? I'm good. Going good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Now, I understand you've trolled the internet and found... Because, you know, the news lately has been very depressing. Very, you know, very complex, very depressing. So, I understand you've trolled the internet and found some upbeat, happy news stories for us. And did these make you happy, these stories? Some of them do. Some of them do. Um, okay, and I see a story here. It comes from 9news.com.au. Um, and the headline is, Mysterious Tree Animal Turns Out to Be a Croissant. What's this story? Well, obviously someone w- wasn't wearing their glasses. Right. Uh, a-, a Polish Animal Welfare Society received a call about a mysterious animal stuck in the tree that was in fact a croissant. A concerned woman called the Krakow Society for the Protection of Animals about a creature that had been stuck in the tree opposite her block for two days. Come and get him, the woman said. She told the, uh, the KPSA, which is the Krakow Society for the Protection of Animals, on the phone to come and get the uh, animal off the tree. Which turned out to be a croissant. Did they, croissant. did they, I wonder if they like got a ladder up and then ate the croissant. I hope they haven't done that when they've rescued other animals before. Eating animals. Well, it, it, it brings a new meaning to the term BYO snack. Exactly. Uh, have you seen any interesting animals up trees that, that uh, you, or any interesting snacks up trees that you've mistaken for, uh, for animals? No, no, um, I once saw a dead cat stuck in the tree. You didn't try and eat that, did you? No, definitely not. It no, was too good. high up to get anyway. We tried mm. reaching it with sticks and all that, but we couldn't do it. Mm. But um, yeah, we, we weren't that hungry. But kind of sad, really. But you know, what, yeah. what can you yeah. do? Cats climbing trees and stuffing up sometimes. That is the that is the most interesting croissant-based news story I've heard this week. We have another headline here. Yes, all right. I'll I'll read the headline. This is from mirror.co.uk, the mirror. The headline is dog looks like he's been on a week-long bender after getting stung by a bee. What's the story here? A chihuahua named Alvi went viral after his owner posted a video to TikTok to compare what he looked like before and after he had run in with a bee. The TikTok user at Angel underscore Camper posted a video with the 
with a message, throw back to when my dog got stung by a bee and gained more than 15 million views as people were left in stitches by the before and after shoots. Look, shots. This is, uh, say what you will about the collapse of journalism and journalism and newspapers getting replaced by social media. This is, this is the fourth estate. This is what a free press is all about. In China, in North Korea, they dream of these news stories. Only in the UK do they actually hold the, hold the dogs to account that get stung by bees. That's right. That's right. You ever seen Uh, any animals? You ever got stung by a bee? I did many, many, many years ago. Uh, wasn't a good feeling. I, I was asking people to get rid of the uh, the bee sting in my scalp, but no one could find it. Was it like blue yeah. bottle sting and you had someone pee on your head to, to make the sting stop? No, no way. Oh, no good, way. Good. Oh, well, let, no, you're right near my, my, my head. All right, let's get to the next funny upbeat news story. Here it is from metro.co.uk. The headline is Prince Harry's new job title means penis in Japanese. What's the story, Stefan? Prince Harry got himself a new job as a, as a chief impact officer at a mental health startup in California, a position which is known as a chimpo in business circles. Congratulations to him, but it's getting attention for the wrong reasons in Japan. That's because <laughs> the word slang is slang for penis. What? The Japanese news site Sora News 24 said... He just happens to be a chimpo for coaching company Butter Up Inc. That's a funny name, Butter Up Inc. Um, it's some In kind of mo- me- mental health company, I Butter assume. Up. Butter Up. Butter Up. A move which was announced in March. After the move was announced, he told the Wall Street Journal he wanted to use the role to create an impact in people's lives. Interesting. So, yeah, Chimpo stands for Chief Impact Officer. So, what's like a Deputy Impact Officer? Is that a Dimpo? What's the Head Impact Possibly. Officer? Is that a Himpo? It leaves a lot of questions, Stefan. It does. You, you can even you can even mention other words in that category too that 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 rhyme with that. But I, I won't go there. That, that won't be funny if I mention something else. Well, good, well good, on, good on Prince Harry for getting out there and getting a job in this economy. It's very tough at the moment, so good on oh, him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Trying to be out there in the community as much as he can. Exactly. It's always a good thing. Lifting himself uh, up by the bootstraps. Or in this case, the chimpo. Uh, straps. chimpo. That's right. <laughs> Penis straps in Japanese. The next news story comes from a very reliable, fair and balanced news source, Fox News. And the headline is Houston police. Houston, we've got a problem. Yes, Houston police, we have a problem. Houston police say crystal meth was found in a breakfast burrito. So apparently the illegal illegal drugs were hidden in a breakfast food and were found earlier this month by Transportation Security Administration officials at William P. Hobby Airport in Hudson. In Houston. Hudson. Houston. Apparently breakfast burritos are delicious, but officers that's, were surprised to find crystal meth in it. Jeez, you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have needed your uh, you wouldn't have needed your coffee with that. It would have waken you right up. What is this? Is it, this a new uh, is this a new Taco Bell or Guzman and Gomez meal deal right here? The, the meth the the meth meth and eggs burrito. Guacamole yeah. is still two dollars extra. 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 What's the weirdest thing? Do you would you ever get burritos? What's the weirdest thing you ever get in a burrito? Probably an oversupply of rice, more than anything, really. 
Yeah, Mind so you, that's very ca- that's very carb heavy, so you would need the meth to balance it out, I assume. Yeah, I would say so. For your diet, yeah. It's a diet burrito. Crazy. It still has all the carbs, but a little pep. All right, and our final good time, fun, happy news story. Yes, it says Taiwanese official begs people to stop changing their name to salmon for free sushi. How, how did how did how did this work? How did this story work? Some diners in Taiwan were able to get free sushi this week. It was a free sushi promotion. Ah, by right. Change, by officially changing their names, but the flood <laughs> of requests had one local official begging people to stop. Uh, so the sushi chain Akido Sushi kicked off what local media later dubbed the salmon crisis after offering free food on Wednesday and Thursday to hold tables of customers called Guyu Guyu or Guyu or, 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 or translated into salmon so it says diners with aquatic monikers I guess that means like aquatic themed names could also get discounts of up to 50% off too so yeah very good news that day if your name was Johnny Fish or uh, <laughs> or or, uh, or, or, or Tom what, Tuna. Yeah, Tom Tuna. Uh, uh, Adam Whale. Whaley, Adam Whale. we call him. Squid Boy. Uh, or, 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 or Sam Oyster. Sam Oyster. Yes, they were all getting yeah. 50% off. But all these people yeah. changed their names. Oh, my goodness. All right, keep going. How about Calamari? Calamari. Cal- oh, like first name Cal, second name yeah. Amari. Amari. Yes, that, I think that. Yeah. I would argue you should get the discount with that as well. I think so. Callum Murray. Callum Murray. Hey, Callum, where's Murray? I don't know. <laughs> Callum Murray. Uh, so how so many people How many people got the free meals? But it says here more than a thousand had received discounts, actually. Oh, a my goodness. A thousand people. Uh, in order to score the freebie, about 150 of them, mostly <laughs> young people, officially changed their name with government officers. Oh, my goodness. Actual- I wonder if they change them back. I know. In, I know in Australia there's some kind of rule like you can't change your name back and forth all the time. Yeah. So, so I don't know if that's that's the case. Oh, and here we go. What are some of the names? We've got uh, Salmon Prince, Mitsuo Salmon King, Salmon Fried Rice. Now, are these the actual names or are these translations? Uh, they're translations, actually. Oh, okay. So, that, so from from Chinese. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. One of the freebie-seeking people mm-hmm. <laughs> even set a record for the country's longest name. Oh, my goodness. Uh, the the comment solves... What is it? Chen loves Taiwan, abalone, tuna, salmon, snow crab, sea urchin, scallop, lobster, and beef. Mayful... Gee, this is long. Mayful... Regent Hilton sees a park and hotel royal. Oh, I see. Right, so they were therefore they were clearly trying to get the names of uh, of discounts at hotels, so they ch- they put hotels in their names. Maybe that's <laughs> how they thought it would work, but it didn't quite work that way. Mm, crazy. Well, one college student said he and his friends had eaten the equivalent of more than two hundred and thirty-five dollars in sushi after he changed his name to Explosive. Good-looking salmon, according to reports. <laughs> That's so funny. Well, what seafood would you change your name to? Uh, probably fish and chips. Oh, is Fish and chips. No, that's good. <laughs> that would work. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. Fish and chips. Hello, fish. Uh, uh, Mr. Fish and, fish and chips. <laughs> is there a Mr. Fish and chips around? <laughs> it's crazy. 
All right. Well, looking forward to catching up with you again next time, Mr. Fish and Chips. (laughs) Thank you, Sushi Roll. Salmon Boy. My name's Salmon Salmon Boy. Boy. Soy Salmon Boy. All right. Thanks again for joining us with the good time, fun, happy, upbeat news stories, Stefan Pazur. Thank you for having me, Dylan. Okay, that's News Fighters for today, July the 2nd, 2021. Big thank you to Stefan Pazur for being on the show. Uh, News Fighters is written, produced, and edited by me, Dylan Bain, for Sans Pants Radio. Producing, writing, and editing news comedy is what I do, so if you want me to do it for you, drop me a line. Podcast at newsfighters.com. Also, just a reminder, support the show. We're currently on... Apple podcast subscriptions where you can get monthly bonus episodes as well as on Patreon at patreon.com slash newsfighters. And you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram and sign up for our free newsletter whenever a new episode's released at newsfighters.com. All right, that's all right. Everyone, uh, keep being locked down and see you next week. Bye-bye. This is News Fighters, where we fight the news so you don't have to. Thank you, Sushi Roll. Certainly a story that raises more questions than answers. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.